Hello and welcome into another episode of This is Yale, the Yale University Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gambardella, and we're excited to have women's ice hockey at the forefront of the discussion today and fitting as we close out Women's History Month and we get to celebrate such a truly special run by the Bulldogs all the way to the Frozen Four. Tremendous accomplishment indeed, and glad to have on Captain Greta Skarzynski, as well as head coach, the National Coach of the Year head coach, Mark Boulding. So without further ado, let's bring on the Bulldogs. And now in on the This Is Yale podcast, two truly special guests who have made a fantastic run to the Frozen Four from our Yale women's ice hockey program, head coach Mark Bolding and captain Greta Skarzynski. Coach Greta, thanks so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks. We're, uh, I'm definitely excited to be here and to talk about uh, the program and my wonderful captain, Greta. Thanks for having us. And Greta, I guess a great chance to start with you um, as the elder statesman, actually predating Coach Bolding here as well. Uh, you've seen this program really take off and, and reach unprecedented heights, you know, setting the program record for wins in a season uh, in Coach Bolding's first year and taking it nearly well surpassing that, I should say, 26 wins this year in a Frozen Four. Uh, just talk a little bit about your journey kind of coming to Yale and now reaching the pinnacle in that of the Frozen Four. Yeah, so I came into Yale in 2017, so five years ago now. Um, and coming in, I knew that they were a very mid-level team. I didn't really expect to be playing for a national championship. I didn't expect to be going to Frozen Fours. Um, and I was okay with that because I figured if you're at a really great school, then you can kind of sacrifice maybe not playing so great hockey. Um, and that's kind of what the case was my first two years. The second year, we didn't even make playoffs. Um, but then when Coach Bolden came in, it was a total turnaround. And even our athletic director, director Vicki Chung, before she hired him, was like, you guys are a national championship team. We all kind of laughed. Um, and no one really believed it. And then when Coach Bolden came in, I would say like that was the big change for us. And he really made us believe in ourselves and believe in each other. Um, and it's just been amazing. It's been so fun. Um, and now I know this is what Yellow's Ice Hockey is going to be. They're not going to be not making playoffs ever again. I can guarantee that. So it's just been a really fun run this year. And I wouldn't have wanted my senior year to end any other way. Yeah, fantastic. And to that indeed, and, and belief being a powerful thing. And, and Coach Bolding, congrats to you as the national coach of the year this year. And actually not your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, time actually national coach of the year doing it at the d3 level coming in so quickly turning this program around what's been the secret to success is there some you know michael jordan's secret juice in the background what's what's going on with the bulldogs and women's hockey right now well that's a good question thanks for the for the compliment you have to you have to have great players um internally and and have a a bigger sense of what the mission is to have you know, coaching success. So that, you know, and I've had uh, really great assistant coaches since I've started here and can talk about them at, at some point, but um, 
Yeah, I think the belief is is really the big thing. And, um, you know, I give credit to the players for buying in early and kind of accepting. I mean, you know, when there's a change that happens at, at the at the college level, uh, really any level, um, it's an opportunity for players to pick one path or the or the other. And uh, you definitely give the credit to the players to say, well, this is the new guy. Let's hear what he has to say. And um Let's make a choice. So, and I, they made the choice very early to to be, to be you know not more committed, but you know interested in in uh, really working hard and being committed um, on the ice and, and off the ice. And I think uh, you know Greta's just uh, not just. I mean, really, our our longest term captain ever, um, which is which is awesome. But you you think about her classmates and. You know the, the the players who were new first year when when she when I took over and uh, you know that leadership that went in with her and the upperclassmen to take it to another level. So yeah, belief's a strong word, and you know I don't know if there's any secret sauce. Just my my um, you know my thought process of why not be successful. And we're at one of the top institutions in the world. All of these players were very excited to land their commitment at Yale, um, you know, as Greta alluded to, you just want to be at the best. And, you know, you've, you've reached a, a significant goal when you're recruited to a school like Yale for athletics. And, and then it's what you make of the program that you're in. And, uh, you know, I guess, fortunately for me, I, I did have some experience at where I went to school at Norwich to have uh, built the program and, and had some success. And then, so some of that trickery to, to hopefully make the players again, buy in and believe, but it, it, it didn't take a lot, believe it or not, um, to, to make them think that, uh, you know, we can do this. And then once we started playing games as a group, it was, it was a lot of fun. We were pretty good. Some are very good players still here. And, uh, we, we ad libbed a little bit with, with our lack of depth. We asked Greta, you know, to, Hey, can you be a defenseman? And, uh, she said, sure, whatever you want. So, uh, that first year, uh, her junior year was quite interesting with the, the lack of numbers we had on the blue line, but uh, we made the best of it and, you know, cranked out 17 wins and almost knocked off Harvard. So I think that really propelled us for, for this, this awesome season, which has been almost like 20 some months in the making. Gotta love this coach speak for, you know, we're pretty good, had some success as national champions and now a frozen four run. But Greta, you know, coach just said, you know, new person coming in, asking a forward to go back to the blue line, change up everything, you know, and I, I have to imagine that kind of led into buy-in for you, uh, earning that C on your chest as well. Uh, just talk about, you know, coach coming in, a, a change of culture and a huge change positionally and everything for you. What was it like seeing so much so fast coming in a short amount of time? Yeah, in terms of um, playing defense, I actually played defense before I got to Yale um, and then was asked to play forward my freshman year. Um, was pretty solid so I stayed there for the next two years and then um, coach Bolding obviously came in and asked me to play defense again but it wasn't really a question for me like I was going to do whatever the team needed and I told him that I remember saying I'll, I'll go wherever you want me to play and where I will play um, and I'm pretty comfortable at D that's what I've done my whole life so that was fine with me um, and as for the huge culture shift I think it was a little bit of a wake up call because we had been so used to being just okay um, and not really 
putting in the extra effort or the extra work or really believing in that we could be something better. And so I think when he came in, um, everyone was kind of taken aback that he just believed in us so much and that we could really do something like go to the frozen four as we did this year. Um, but it only took a few weeks, I would say, to really be like, okay, yeah, this guy means business. <laughs> like we might as well get along and um, get on board with what he wants us to do. And yeah. I love that we're still continuing to reference, you know, the word belief and, you know, manifesting that in what you see out on the ice and coach for you kind of coming into a new area, new arena, new players, everything, you know, how quickly did you see the buy-in and the belief in what you were going to be instituting could be executed by these student athletes? Yeah, I mean, when I when I came in in 2019 in the spring, it was it was a fast. You know, I didn't have a lot of time with with the players that were uh, I was going to be coaching, and you know, quick handoff for the seniors to um, that were leaving, and we really never got to coach. A few of them stayed in touch, which was kind of neat. And uh, you know, we went after it in the summer. We recruited hard and tried to find uh, a few more pieces to the puzzle for the for the future. And not knowing exactly what we had on the recruiting front, I knew a couple of the kids were committed but now to really say like what can we do and and then when you know when the ice hit and for me it was a treat I mean get to start go from division one to or d3 to d1 to see uh the ice in early um starting your season much earlier than division three and uh just seeing these great players so we have you know got a great facility get you know a weight room right next to the office next to the to the dressing room so you've got all the pieces here and um you know, very, very good attitudes. They, uh, they didn't take long. We had a couple first meeting in uh, one of the buildings on campus and just, you know, trying to one of these dark, scary classrooms that Yale has. And um, it, it was kind of neat to see the players. And um, again, I don't know if they really bought in immediately, but it didn't take long as Greta alluded to. Once we hit the ice, players wanted to play. We had some good pace some good speed and uh, it was a lot of fun. And actually, we, it really benefited to have short numbers because everybody played. Everybody got a lot of minutes. And I think, uh, you know, Greta alludes to confidence. Confidence happens when um, when players feel valued. And I think they they loved each other. They just had to figure out how to, you know, put together some a little more structure and a little more commitment. But um, then we got some results and it, it was fun. You know, uh, we, you know, they they beat uh, Clarkson. The year before I got there and then we we whacked him here uh, again. So you, you start to feel like, you know what, we are pretty good. We're not a bad team. And then almost uh, toppling uh, Harvard, which was just an inch or two away from from downing them and going to a ECAC final four. So the belief was there, some good players. And um, and then just the mission of, you know, I asked my players, hey, can you show this kid around the rink real quick or walk him around campus? And they're all. They love it. They're great salesmen. Those are your best, you know, those are your best salesmen are your current players who, who, again, if you step back, they love Yale. That's why they committed here. That's why they're here. So now we just wanted to, to piece that uh, expectation of, of being a top end program with them. But, um, you know, again, the players, players take a lot of credit on this and, uh, you know, few few meetings here and there, but very receptive. And um, it, it's, it's certainly been fun. 
I definitely have bought into what you've been selling as a coach and, and Greta coach mentioned, you know, the, the facilities. And, and I think, you know, for those maybe outside of the Yale program, not knowing as much, can you talk a little bit about the whale? What would the whale is, is that's a weird term to kind of throw out there for the non-hockey people. Uh, but Ingalls rink is kind of one of one. What is it like to be able to just be in that facility and be around that all the time? It's amazing. Um, I think being at Yale, obviously there's so much, so much history here. Um, and especially just playing at the whale, you can see when you look up on the ice, like the old wooden boards that are made, make up the ceiling. Um, and obviously there's some new parts of it. Like coach mentioned the weight room, our dressing room was updated. Um, we have a player's lounge, which is great. So that's pretty cool. But I think just playing there and seeing all the history um, in the basement, there's this like timeline. And I actually hadn't looked at it in a really long time. And it was really cool because I was looking at it and it was starting from when Yale hockey started, which is so many years ago. And so you kind of follow that process and then you look at the women's team. Um, and when that came in and it was cool because they actually added our season, my junior year. So it was just kind of really cool and um interesting to see how much history there is and then to look and be able to put yourself on that. History made indeed and we'll have to update that yet again and have to hang that frozen floor banner at center ice right next to the men's as well and, and coach for you kind of the, the thought of history made has you've had a little bit of time now uh, since you know out at Penn State for the frozen four has it settled in that you know you've come in and had two not uh but the two greatest seasons in Yale women's hockey history yeah it you know you you think about it for sure um probably the coaching staff and I'm sure the players too we just think about how close we actually were I mean you know we had some grade a chances that that could have could have tied it up and sent us to that next level game and when Northeastern lost we we were really licking our chops to try and get a, a chance to play in the championship game, but that's what we do. My wife said, you hash and rehash the season for about three, four weeks, maybe a month. And then eventually you just have to stop and let it go and move forward. But uh, talk about proud, definitely proud. Um, when you're able to, you know, where I was before the men had a ton of history, national championships and the rafters were full of banners and uh, we started the program and, and, eventually got some of our own, which were pretty meaningful. So it's just so powerful to me now to think that this group and, and really last year's group, but tailored into this group now is, is made history. And, you know, it, it's great. Let's, let's order the banner. Let's get up there. This is pretty remarkable to see the players in this team take it to this level and, and advance as far as we did. And, and not just to get there and, and hang, we, we were, we were right there. So very proud of them that that's going to mean a lot and lots of outreach from uh, uh, former alums, uh, wonderful women who some I know a little bit and some I know uh, not at all. And, and just trying to bridge that um, knowledge of the past and a lot of hard work's been done, but now to take it to this elite level is, is pretty special for the players. And I, I'm very, very proud of what they've achieved and how hard everybody's worked. They, all of us here at Yale are extremely proud of what you've been able to accomplish. And Greta was with you out there at, at Penn State. And I, I remember after the game, you know, they had the national semifinalist trophy that was there. And, and I believe you said, I don't want that. And you may have even said, can I break that? 
but has that kind of changed now to realize that, hey, you know, you were a national semifinalist and that the amazing weight that that carries? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was pretty emotional after the loss. <laughs> I felt like um, I was honestly surprised with how much we kept up to them. And that was the number one team in the country. That was the team that, you know, beat the Minnesotas and the Wisconsins and the teams that everyone kind of consistently thinks are the best. Um, and I felt like we gave them our best game. And if a puck bounced our way, we could have beaten them. So it was pretty frustrating after, but definitely now that a few weeks have passed, I have the trophy in my room. I see it every day. Um, and looking back, I am so proud of the team and really realized how amazing it was that we were a top four team in the country. Um, and just especially now with the few weeks that have gone by looking back, um, obviously we wanted to win and that didn't happen. But in comparison to my sophomore year, like I said before, not making playoffs and now going to this, I just can't believe it. And so I am grateful that I didn't break the trophy. <laughs> And we'll make sure to put that in a place of prominence and everyone will get a chance to see that unbroken trophy. And Greta, let's keep it with you to kind of put your coach hat on for, for a second here. As you kind of look at this program, you know, now that the senior class has really done the work to get the buy-in and, and everything else, where do you see this program now and moving forward under the leadership of Coach Bolden? I think this program is only going to get better. And I think that was also a piece in the emotional part of after that game is I'm graduating, I'm not coming back. And it's frustrating because I know that I want to be a part of this team again, because they're going to be right back at the frozen four and they're going to be a top 10 contender, I think for years to come. So um, that was definitely another piece of being emotional about the loss is that I want to be able to compete for a national championship, but I can't, but I definitely will be cheering them on next year because I know they'll be right back there. Greta, you might not be on the ice with the Bulldogs, but you will forever be part of this program and forever associated with the first Frozen Four trip. And Coach Bolding, for you, you know, you, two years to be able to get to this point. And, you know, I know we've talked internally a lot about, you know, COVID and a season off and, and all the things that, you know, the challenges that presents. How did you able to get this team after hitting new heights, then doing unprecedented things and just not playing for a year to come back and push that even further. For anyone else, it would have been, hey, let's just get back to it. You know, if we go 500, sure. But you flipped it on its head and brought this team to a frozen four. Yeah, I, I think, you know, a couple things come to mind about, you know, when, when the players speculated – Greta at the, at the helm really. And we had a zoom, a bunch of zooms, like everybody, you know, trying to figure out what was going to happen for COVID year. I think they all, they anticipated that there wouldn't be a season and uh, the forward thinking of, of Greta and the majority of the team to, to take a leave of absence was a tough one. I'm sure, you know, the putting things and delaying it, but I'm not sure how tough it was. That would be really for Greta to answer and the players as far as internally, do you really do this? But you know, you knew the minute they made that decision, there's, there's one thing I said, I said, Hey, well, recruiting's going to continue. That's all we can do. We're going to have a big roster. And so the good news is it'll really push the competition up and uh, internally. And, um, you know, I think, I think my sense is, and from what they've tell, told me is they just love to be around each other. They didn't want to lose any time at Yale. So that kind of, uh, 
propelled the decision for many of them to take a year off. And, and then we show up in the fall, uh, ice is down ready, which was even a few weeks earlier than previous. And, uh, I think, you know, Greta and I talked about it a little bit and, um, you know, we just had to play. They just needed a scrimmage. So having a big roster, a deeper roster, you literally could go blue and white every day and, and scrimmage. So her captain practices and, and that mindset of the players, they were so hungry. You know, when you don't have something for a while and you get back to what you love, talk about the passion that comes out. So um, sports is funny. If, if, if you get too much of it and it's forced down your throat, all of a sudden it doesn't seem so enjoyable anymore. And I think, you know, it's the same at the kid level, but now at the college level, imagine having that gone for the time that it was. And, and, and then you walk in and there it is again, the, the thing you love the most about, you know, the, the, the other thing you love most about being at Yale is to be a hockey player for, for our, for our group. So pretty awesome, but you know, I, I'm definitely going to pump Greta's tire. She, she was just calm throughout this. I mean, I don't know, Greta, at, at one, I don't know if you've ever freaked out on me as a head coach. I've had a lot of captains. I haven't seen her rattled. If she gets rattled, it's pretty rare. And uh, it might just be a look back at me. It's never a confrontational, you son of a gun, let's go have a talk. And maybe she wants to, and maybe we'll get that later on. But uh, she's been so even keeled. And as I process what really matters, it's about, the players taking it to another level and uh, you know, with, with Greta and her, her senior crew and the juniors behind her, they're all so close, but uh, she didn't have a moment yet. Maybe she did it in the dressing room. So I, you know, you say, what, how did it happen? You know, we didn't have to deal with anything, you know, the coaching staff, we got to deal with recruiting, thinking about line combinations, thinking about how to beat our opponents. So, so again, when things are taken care of in the house, you can go and, take care of the other things. So uh, a lot of credit to Greta and the players, but I don't know, Greta, if you ever freaked out, you must've done it with your roommates, that coach. I don't know about him, but. Um, well, Greta, Greta definitely... here's your chance. Go right. There you go. All, the gloves I, don't, I don't remember you go going down. postal, but if you ever did, you know, I, I, I don't remember it. Greta, what, what do you got for coach? So. Come on. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> Well, he mentioned, you know, it's to the player's credit. And for you as the leader of that team, you know, take us back to, you know, the finding out about the worldwide pandemic and, you know, when it got towards, I believe it was August and then towards the winter season, finding out that that's canceled, you know, and, and coach mentioned that it was a decision made by the players, the student athletes being mindful enough to realize this is what's happening, kind of reading the tea leaves a little bit here, you know, what was that process like for you and the group to really come to that decision that, you know, we're going to have to take a year off, but we might be better served for this decision. Mm -hmm. um, I would say at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone on the team, I remember kind of being like, oh, well, that is terrible for spring sports. We feel for them. Um, but we play in the winter. So next year it'll be fine. We'll be good. And then the summer went on and nothing seemed to be improving. Everything seemed to be getting worse. And I remember we actually got on a player's call um, <clears throat> with the athletic director, Vicki Chan, and she had announced, I think it was around July, that fall sports were to be canceled. And so then we had a Zoom as players and kind of talked out our options. 
And for us, there was really no question that we would take the year off, um, especially for me as a senior. If I enrolled, I still would have my year of eligibility for um, the COVID year, but I would have to go somewhere else. And I don't think anyone wanted to do that. And especially building off the success we had in the previous year, um, having those core players come back, no one wanted the players to be gone or to go leave. Um, so it really wasn't that tough of a decision. I guess the only thing that was hard was figuring out what we were going to do in the meantime. Um, but as coach mentioned, we're all super close. We get along so well, which I think is part of the reason we had so much success. Um, so it was nice still communicating, feeling like we were a team, even though we weren't playing and really just drove us to do even better next year, which we obviously followed through on. Yeah, obviously you got to that point <laughs> and beyond. And you mentioned kind of in the meantime, what did you do with a, a year back? Were you back in Chicago, back in the area? What did you do in that time? And as well as kind of keeping everyone together through that time as well. Yeah, so I had unfortunately signed my lease in New Haven um, <laughs> pre-pandemic breakout. So I expected to be back. So I actually came back to New Haven um, and I was working for my brother's company, which was fun for a bit. I definitely didn't want to be working there forever because don't love working under my brother. But um, so we worked, I worked there for the year um, and that was great to do in the meantime. And we just worked out. There were a couple of girls in New Haven, which was great. Um, Becca Foja, Tess, Detling, Charlotte Welch. So we would all go skate here and there, but it was definitely a little difficult to get ice. Um, so I think the biggest part was just staying connected with the team uh, like coach mentioned, we had a couple Zooms here and there. So that was good and staying connected. Obviously, we all are on our phones all the time. So we were texting back and forth, um, trying to stay updated on each other's lives and kind of make a plan of action for when, you know, we would start really getting ready for the season because obviously a year off is such a long time that you can't be going so hard the whole time because you're going to burn yourself out. But as it got into those last few months, definitely getting down to it. Um, and really working hard so that we'd be ready for the season. Well, I'd say you were definitely ready for the season <laughs> and the results speak for themselves. And coach, for you, you know, was there a moment, you know, was it, you know, during the pandemic, was it getting all the student athletes back out on the ice? You know, when was that moment that you realized that, you know, this team has the belief, has the level of competition, has the buy-in and has the will to really get to this unprecedented level that you've reached. Yeah, I don't know if there was a moment. I just, you know, as, as difficult as it was for student athletes, you know, I had, my, my kids were both in college. Two of my oldest ones are in university. And just just trying to navigate the world at that time was really challenging to put yourself in their shoes. And um, they both went to school and tried to try to figure out how to do it. And um, you know, I think Greta talked about the communication and how close the team was. I mean, you gotta, you gotta put yourself in their shoes. They have touch points where they're, they're talking, you know, via text or just, you know, however they were communicating, you know, multiple times a day. So for me, in my mind, it's like, okay, we need to do another zoom. We need to do another zoom, but I think it's just that trust. Like Greta's like, coach, we're, if you want to do one, you can, but we're all set. Like we're communicating. So Maybe old people think we need to get together and, and talk about things, but they're already, they're already solving problems. And that's, that's, what's really, uh, 
really amazing. So like when, when we got back, decision was made. A lot of the recruits were here, some good young players to, to help out. Then it was just go time. You know, the strategy was let's just, let's just drop the puck and scrimmage. We'll get in shape. We'll use this first month prior to, to any competition just to work out the kinks and let you guys go. And it was a challenge throughout the country and, and the globe to just find ice time. You know, some kids could sneak out on a rink if you knew somebody or had access, but a lot of rinks were closed depending on where you were. So uh, a lot of off ice training by the players. And uh, again, I think it gave us a, a reset button as coaches. And, um, you know, at the time, you know, Grant's been with me since I've started um, here and, and just his, his continuation of just focusing on what, what is important. You have to find players. Um, so we're always kind of looking, looking ahead, but, um, I don't know. I, I think the calmness, again, you go back to the demeanor and the calmness and the uh, cohesion of the group. You could see that once we stepped on the ice, um, you know, had such a great year, just something as simple as swag day. They walked in and all that apparel was sitting there and it, it seemed next level. Um, this, this fall. And I think the players appreciate it and the new players, they didn't know anything different. So um, uh, they hit the ice and they went after it and it was really a good start. So um, I, you, you just knew it. I talked about trust right away as well as belief. And that's just a word until you actually have it. But I think I definitely trusted our group and, you know, I think they trusted us as well that, that we'd be ready for a good year. I think it's very evident that you trusted them and, and Greta for you, you know, was it an immediate buy-in? Was it trying to help the first years along to understand the challenges of balancing, you know, high level academics and extremely high level athletics as well? You know, what was it like for you as a captain in that space and trying to help that group along? Definitely a little bit of both. Um, we had 15 first years, which is quite a big group. Um, so I remember I reached out to them probably a month before we got to school, just checking in if they needed anything, if they had any questions about move-in process, anything like that. Um, and was really leaning on my senior class and the junior class to kind of be super open and receptive to these freshmen, um, just because they're all so young and they have no idea what college is like in college athletics. Um, so that was a big thing. And it was like, I think, once we got them on board, then we just started going and there was no question about the buy-in. And coach, did you see that very early on? You know, did, did this team just gel right from the jump or was it kind of more of a slow burn getting to ECAC conference play and then, you know, into postseason and then on so forth? Yeah, I mean, we talked about having sort of a, you know, a mentorship thing with our older players and, I don't know. They just get along. I don't know if it's, if it's a hockey thing or just the fact that, you know, our, our upperclassmen like to help through even the class selection. And, you know, they were all, I don't know if it's all good advice, but they got advice from them and it certainly worked. And they, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of, of a school like Yale. They, they do rely on the, uh, the leaders of the, you know, the students who have already been there in those shoes to go through it. So a um, lot of smiles. Obviously, we had some very nervous young players. Um, some of them were nervous off the ice because they just didn't know how to navigate a school like Yale, pick courses. And then, uh, you know, uh, the majority of them were also nervous on the ice, but um, some pretty good talent. So once they uh, 
we will have some good memories of of uh even a player like Bargman, how nervous she was just to just to do her thing and she, you know we all laugh at her a little bit how how nervous she was in in the moment of just trying to take a, a penalty shot and she buried it so moments where we just kind of laugh through that that typical first year angst and anxiety but they, they were all great they worked hard and um so I, I definitely am happy with how they they gelled and and then you just you put players in places to succeed you try to and um you know with a deep roster it was difficult when kids didn't play that's hard on them that's hard on their friends um sometimes older players don't play as much as they they want um yeah, and young players all expect to come in and get minutes and, and contribute. And I think that was the big thing that, you know, again, Greta and the older, the older crew really made them feel like, Hey, don't worry about it. Just do your thing, work hard. And we're all in this together. So you rack up a W that feels more, uh, more meaningful and you're all part of it. So I think that inclusion was really, really uh, evident in the, in the locker room. And when we walked in as coaches, things were taken care of. So, uh, the W's meant a lot. And as we started to win one more game than we did the previous year, everybody got excited. You know, Mikey, our equipment guy, would take the puck and say, that's another record. That's another record. So it's just fun to see that level of excitement when you when you can break something that hasn't been done before. It feels good. And uh, it, it's a group effort. So um, we we knew that, you know, when you don't have problems, you know, things are going pretty well. And uh, it, it, it was it was a great start, and we needed a good start to have the year we did. And definitely not a lot of problems, and definitely a lot of <clears throat> records set by the Bulldogs this year. And uh, uh, congratulations again to both you, Coach, and to Greta. And Coach mentioned, you know, moments and, and going through those things that set you up for the next part. Um, we mentioned, you know, the 17-win the season and, you know, almost knocking off Harvard. That was a triple overtime game, you know, the, that in a moment of itself and potentially, you know, a learning moment. And then, you know, going to the ECAC championship and, and seeing a, a tough loss, but potentially another moment because it sets you up to go up to Colgate and get the revenge game. Greta, can you speak to kind of those moments and kind of learning from them and potentially taking them with you to set you up for this final Frozen Four run? So definitely the Harvard loss my junior year was heartbreaking. Like you said, triple overtime, um, pushing it even to that third game after we lost the first was great and a big learning moment for us. And it was tough that we couldn't close it out, but that only fueled the fire more, I would say. Um, and I think another moment was the first losses we had to QPAC and Princeton that first weekend at home. Um, and we felt like we should have won those games. We competed hard, we outshot them. And so just taking that and learning and really trying to bear down and practice and finish so that uh, when it comes to games that we can get it done. And I think that's really what we did. Um, and I know when we played Harvard, I said to the team, obviously the 15 freshmen weren't there, but everyone else should remember how it felt. Um, and then we went out and won at home in front of a huge crowd, which was great and an amazing feeling. Um, and the same thing with the Colgate game. We felt like we outplayed them in the ECAC championship. And obviously we didn't get the result we wanted, but then a week later getting, getting back and being able to play them again and kind of get back at them after they beat us in our home ice um, and just taking what we did in the ECAC championship and seeing what we could do better and applying it in the next game, which 
I think he's exactly what we did. Such amazing growth in real time. Coach, did you kind of see that from the players? You know, did you see they took those challenging times and use that as a growth area and be able to use that as fuel to reach that next level? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we were fortunate, as Greta alluded to, we had we had two stingers right off the bat where we absolutely felt like we outplayed Princeton and QPAC at home, didn't get the win. So now you're now you're sort of chasing even in the standings. Um, but that propelled us to have a good first semester. And we actually actually had a, a an OT loss to QPAC in the uh, nutmeg tournament, which was I think it just annoyed our players more than anything. Like, are you guys serious? This is just you know, we're right there and just figuring out how to be better in those moments. And, um, you know, then we put together some some good home stretches in the second half and, uh, you know, had had uh, some good road trips as well and, and good team continuity. And um, then, then we went when we went into the playoffs, even to to host St. Lawrence, they, they tested us and got us ready. And um, yeah, so Greta hit on, on so many of those game moments where you're up, you're down, um, but, but a lot of credit to uh, how they fought through it. And when they, they were just flat out pissed off when we, when we, you know, we thought we had the ECAC, you know, you, you lose an OT in such a dramatic game and um, still not sure they scored that first goal, but we won't worry about that. And um you know, uh, then to get that revenge. So uh, to win an OT up there and send us to, to you know, win, win your first NCAA game you've ever been in as a program and then um, take it to take it to Penn State. So a lot of fun, a lot of memories. But, yeah, you you build from from experience. And um, I think this experience throughout the year is going to propel the group forward. Most definitely, and, and a, a heck of a ride indeed. And Greta, now for you as the, as the senior captain, you know, getting to finish up your time as a, as a student here at Yale, um, what do you kind of think back on as, you know, your biggest memories with this program? You know, it wasn't making that trip out or was it kind of something smaller that you kind of recall back to? Um, I would say, I actually was thinking about this the other day, like, Obviously, it was amazing that we made the Frozen Four and that we made history and with the amount of regular season wins and making the ECAC championship and even hosting that weekend. Um, but I was looking back on it and I think what I'll miss the most is like all those little moments in between. Um, so I was thinking about it and just like getting dressed in the locker room, catching up with teammates about their day. Um, if I hadn't seen them that day or like the little waiting time in between when we start practice and um, things like that, which is... I know probably surprising given that we had such an amazing season um, and there are so many memorable things, but I think because those things are such big memories that the little things might've been harder to forget, but that's probably what I'll remember the most. And we will remember the impact that you've had, that your team has had in this run. Uh, and hopefully you can always carry those with you as you move forward. And how about for you, uh, as you move forward after your time here at Yale, do you have kind of your next steps set up as well? Yep. So I'll be in New York. So I'll be close. Um, I'll be in the city so I can come back for that Frozen Four banner when it goes up, whenever it goes up. Um, and I'll be working in finance. So a, bit, a little bit of a different pace, but I'm excited for the next chapter. 
ice cold and finance. I think that lines up pretty well. <laughs> and coach yeah. kind of, as you kind of, you know, look at Greta in, in the senior class, what, what are your biggest takeaways, you know, from her uh, and that group and what they've been able to accomplish here at Yale? Yeah, I, I think the, the takeaway for me and I think our coaching staff is like, the, this group was part, not just part of the solution, they were the solution. I mean, they, you know, they, they took the, the time they had prior to uh, them being a, a solid program and, and used it. And uh, it, it really goes to their, to their ability to solve problems and just say, you know what, we're taking this to another level. And that, you know, we, everybody in our staffs played the game. We, you know, we know that it's got to happen in the dressing room with the players. So I think to go, to take it and turn it around, that's a conscious choice and it takes extreme leadership and guts to, to dig deep and not just be settled with it. Cause they easily could have been, settled and comfortable with, you know, a 500 season, but to knock it out of the park, like they did, uh, uh, gaining the respect throughout the ECAC and then nationally, I mean, this team, you know, to be nationally ranked and to maintain consistently is, is opened up a lot of, uh, of eyes. And that's, that's something I think Greta, Tess, G, Kerf, uh, Foge can really take with them and, and uh, you know, be very proud of because it it's it's those moments and a lot lot of great moments for our players. Uh, but it starts with the seniors. They're they're uh, they're a lot of fun, and um, I think they've set they've set the standard now. And no pressure on the juniors, but uh, it's going to be pretty tough to replace Greta and and that crew of seniors to uh, to, to to get this done. So um, we're we're certainly excited and appreciative of of what they've given to the group. And I think we're excited and appreciative of everything that the both of you have instilled here for this Yale women's ice hockey program, this frozen floor run, the national rankings, the wins, all of it, but really the impact that you've had to set up this culture, this winning mindset. And as Greta mentioned, we are excited to be able to get back in person next season and raise that banner to the rafters and hopefully be adding more of them soon to come as well. So as we celebrate here at Yale University through Women's History Month, I think no better way to, to congratulate both of you on a fantastic season. Greta, thank you for everything that you've done for Yale Women's Ice Hockey and Yale University and best of luck in New York and your next finance venture. And Coach Boulding, no pressure, right? The national coach of the year in Frozen Four. So, so what's next year? We get our national championship next year. Well, that's the plan on paper. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I went to the Frozen Four in 2010. We lost, and we won it the next year. So, uh, no pressure. No pressure, right? And this is an internal broadcast, but uh, <laughs> you know, Erica and Grant are. They've been on the we. They they went on the road right away. To recruit we're all we'll be on the flight here in a few hours to go uh, watch the u.s nationals and try and recruit more awesome kids to to come here and play with the group that we have and um you know we have high expectations so uh between the the staff uh erica grant and uh, mckenzie our, our goalie volunteer we're, we're going for it so uh get out of the way everybody we're ready to go we want we want to keep this going but well we're going to enjoy the spring and our players deserve 
uh, to enjoy this awesome run. Enjoy it indeed. Congratulations again, coach. Congratulations, Greta. Thank you for your time here today and best of luck moving forward. Thanks again to both Greta and Coach Bolding for joining us, sharing their story, and just truly a special run on the way to the Frozen Four and a great time for everyone that was along for that one. And thanks again for them sharing their words today. Again, a lot going on for the Bulldogs. Spring season underway, breaking Ivy League records left and right, baseball and outdoor track and field already making their marks our men's lacrosse team nationally ranked along with our crews and excited to get on to the start of april here as we flip the calendar thanks for joining us as always and we look forward to having you back listening on this is yale